0: Hi there, I'm Tegan, and I'm Becca, and we are on a journey to create our perfect Perfect Podcast. podcast. And by that we mean, we're going to be genre hopping across every type of podcast that we have listened to or just heard of. So get ready for ASMR, celebrity gossip, biology lessons, advice, bad movie reviews, role playing, and much, much more. So buckle in, sit tight, and get ready to go on an audio journey with us as we talk about scary stories. Hail and well met, dear listener. Okay, just because we played D&D for four hours last night doesn't mean you have to lean into the bard persona. As a bard, I think we shall regale each other with the spooky stories. You think we shall? I mean, we're going to. Yeah. So what you guys are going to hear is real audio. Of us in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming. That is a fact. It was nighttime. The crickets were a-chirpin'. That's not a sound effect. And we meant to do the whole podcast out there. However, an unexpected visitor made their way into our they camp. We were surprisingly interrupted by a very large bison. You'll hear the um the moment of panic. Not more than like 10 yards <laughs> away from us. With like these glowing eyes. It was so freaky. We were, like, hanging out, and then our friend Rachel, who was camping with us, she was like, guys, I really need one of you to shine your flashlight over here. And she had the voice, you know the voice someone uses when they're like, I- don't freak out, I'm just gonna get this tarantula yeah. off your- like, it Yeah, was the- and my back was to her at that moment, but you were, like, facing her, and you shined the flashlight over, and <laughs> there was just this huge, like- T- two-ton, I have no idea how much bison weigh. Bison, bison, bison just staring at us, and you guys all freaked out and, like, shrieked, and I was 100% under the impression that it was a bear, because bison, like, don't bother you. <laughs> they can, though. They attacked your they, suburban. They can, though, but it's just, I feel like, objectively you know, not as scary we as a bear. Telling, we were telling ghost stories, and suddenly there's a huge hulking figure hulking figure with glowing eyes yeah yeah um so we it was very close to us and even though it didn't look like it was interested in us we decided to pack up go, and go into, into our, into our cabin, cabin. Mm-hmm. get away from the situation and we never got around to finishing up the uh the recording so so we're just gonna put a cap on it so you'll hear the um you'll hear our fun part and then we'll transition into us sitting in my apartment Filling it is with this bad not, vibes. Is this not the fun part either? Well, this will be the beginning, Becca. Oh, you're right. Hey, hey, Teagan. Yeah? Where are we? We are cur- Well, okay, I know we're in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. But honestly, that's about it. <laughs> you know, I've been here a million times before, and I have no more information. So... Do you think any of our guests know exactly where we are? That the was, nowhere, that was such a wonderful segue. Um, if anybody recognized About that. About an hour off from Wheatland, Wyoming. Apparently a lot further south than I thought we were. <laughs> based on desert pulling up maps for herpetology. Oh, okay. Everybody has a different opinion of where we are. But where we are is the woods. Southeastern Wyoming. So currently today we have Tegan zenny that's jenny she is becca's sister and then her favorite and then we have becca and also becca's other sister scooter and then our good friend rachel yeah you've heard it before she's the bat girl i think rachel. we've heard all of these guys before on our podcast whether it be oh, a wow. recording or mm-hmm. oh, I was the you guys are regulars how does it feel Regular I'm listeners blushing. too. Oh, I'm blushing. I'm legitimately blushing. You're don't always want to die. <laughs> okay, I'm not blushing. I'm actually horribly sunburned. <laughs> Red, regardless. Yeah. So in the spirit of being outdoors, we are going to tell some spoopy stories. Yeah, and the fire's behind us. The fire's behind us. The crickets are chirping. It's unbelievably dark, and the computer screen is on, so I can't see anything. It is so funny. It's so, it's so strange having a microphone and a computer in the middle of this situation. We haven't even been playing music Mm-mm. because it feels like. Wrong. Yeah, it's so. Well, then you can't hear the things that go bump at night. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay. That go Team. Grunt? I would the like. Bison. That's not scary. That's just sexual. No, it's not. Oh my <laughs> God, <laughs> bison, bison are, are sexual. Not sexy. They are terrifying. They're adorable. Name one sexier animal than bison. Can't do it. A human. Uh, like none of those are correct answers. <laughs> A frog. <laughs> foxes, <laughs> are A foxes are sexy. foxes are sexy. Fo- foxes fo- are sexy. I, my friend Beth thinks that pears are the sexiest fruit. That's apparently. incorrect. Guava. Just what? saying guava. No, I think it's pretty yeah. off, like. What's the sexy fruit? Grapes or like strawberries? No, no. Peas, no. Grapes, cherries. Cherries are, are sh- the most sexy fruit. So I want you guys to choose. Do you want to hear one man hide and seek or the midnight man first? Oh, the, no, no, neither. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jenny no has too far too more no, no.
0: context. Uh, do one man hide and seek. Okay, I'll do that one first. The <laughs> midnight man is much spookier. It is much spookier. Ooh, and we want to end on. A so these are. No. They're not necessarily stories, but it's more like creepypasta or whatever. It's like <laughs> instructions. Yeah, but it's still really. Uh. One man hide and seek. It originated in Japan, um, and it's essentially necromancy. Mm. So, what you need to perform the ritual one stuffed doll. It must have limbs. <laughs> Rice. K- okay, For Where do you find a stuffed doll that doesn't have limbs? <sighs> I mean, I, I have my little. Dinosaur he without just, limbs. you just have a tail. You have your dragon. The squishimals. Dragon. Can't use the squish. Okay, you're okay. <laughs> okay. For future reference. Yeah. <laughs> Squishimal, can you sponsor us, please? Thank you. <laughs> oh, honestly. <laughs> okay. Yes, and the ritual is definitely yes. <laughs> a great way to encourage that. Okay. No, I would have a wholesome video for you. Okay. Okay. We need the stuffed doll, rice enough to stuff it full, one needle, and one crimson thread. One pair of nail clippers, mm. a sharp-edged tool such as a knife, glass shard, or scissors, mm. one cup of salt water, natural salt would be best, a bathroom with a bathtub and some form of counter, and a hiding area. There must be a TV in there. Okay, um, we don't have any of those things, so I yeah. feel good that this I won't happen I don't like to how us. the fire is dying behind <laughs> us.
1: It <laughs> so, makes me feel sad. Ambiance, Jenny. Oh, it makes
0: me so Ambiance. So, preparation. Take out whatever the doll is stuffed with and restuff it with rice. And then you're supposed to clip off pieces of your nails and put them inside of the doll. Ooh. My and nails then... are too short for that. <laughs> and then sew it up with the crimson thread. And then when you finish sewing, you're supposed to tie up the doll with the rest of the thread. So kind of like keep on wrapping it around Something its body. Something I do wonder, like how how, how much can you diverge from these instructions? Like what if what if you have like pink thread? Is that okay? I don't know. Or what about burgundy? I'd assume it's intention. Mm. You know. So we could use a squish and mole. <laughs> No, because later it needs limbs. Okay. 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 No, because squish them all. Oh, I don't like that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Go to the bathroom and fill your bathtub with water, Mm -hmm. and then return to your hiding place and put the cup of salt water on the ground. So then you have to give a name to your doll. The name can be any but your own. Taken. When you say, when the time is 3 a.m., say, the doll's name, is the, first it to the doll three times. Go to the bathroom Mm. and put the doll in the water-filled bathtub. Turn off. All the lights in the house. Duh. Really. Go back to the hiding place and switch on the TV. After counting to ten with your eyes closed, return to the bathroom with the edged tool in your hand. Go to the bathtub and say to the doll, "I have found you," mm. and the name. And then you're supposed to stab it.
1: And <gasps> then you're supposed to, to say, say,
0: "You're just supposed to like do, like stab Repeatedly? it like, through the center." Yeah. Oh. oh. Okay. Uh, three times. Mm. And then you're supposed to say, "You are next it," and then the name as you take it out of the bathtub and leave it on the counter in the bathroom. And then as soon as you put it down, run to your hiding place and hide. Okay. And you're supposed to be alone. You, if anyone else is in the house... It won't work? Uh, no, it'll work, but if the doll finds them first... Yeah. How is this... Oh, wait, continue. Sorry. Pour half of the cup of salt water into your mouth. Do not drink it. Just keep it there. Go out of your hiding place and start looking for the doll. The doll is not necessarily in the bathroom. Whatever Jeez. happens, do not spit out the salt water. When you find the doll... Pour the rest of the salt water in the cup over it, then spit out the salt water in your mouth onto it as well. Say, "I win" three times. This is supposed to end the ritual. Why do you want? It? So, what is she the point of this ritual? Of ritual? Fun? Just like no, so I they're don't have any finding play to you. Hide and seek with? Yep. Oh, oh. Please okay. do not stop this ritual halfway. <laughs> is the important notes. Other things to keep in mind: Do not leave the house. You must turn off every single light. You must keep quiet when hiding. You do not need the salt water in your mouth during the beginning. You only need to do it during the finishing. Mm-hmm. If you are living with someone, you might put them in ritual in danger too. Keep the game under two hours or else the spirit will be too strong to remove from the doll. <gasps> <laughs> oh. You will be too strong. So I don't feel like I ever got an adequate answer as to, to why. Why?
1: To Why play. people do this
0: to play. It's it's just a spooky a game. game. How is that a spooky game? I'm not sure. Is it, is it, it reviving put, a dead spirit? When you put your like your life you, you, force you into it. So this is your, the next your part. body. It's like the Harry Potter. Rice, <laughs> the rice represents innards. This crimson thread represents blood. By cutting the thread off, you break the seal and release the spirit inside that you've trapped. And then if you go out of the hiding place without salt salt water, you may encounter something. Wandering around in your house, which may harm you in some way, the way to feel the presence of something wandering around is to watch, and then in quotes, what happens on the TV. Mm. Why? Like is, it, why does vagueness make it so much worse? Yeah, yeah. I got chills. And then I did. people, people have. I'm posted, not near any of the. I will never be in a situation on like, like this. YouTube and stuff, like videos of their like TVs going nuts, and it yeah. works. I'm. I believe very strongly that you can invite things, and I think this is a very good way to invite something. <laughs> Intention. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Intention. Okay, it's Becca's turn. Oh, sweet. Let's find some from... Oh my goodness. <laughs> from icebreakerideas.com. Um, That's <laughs> a much better than mine. Are you going to run into copyright things? I don't. No. I, don't, I, I, don't so. I, I don't think so. I don't think so, First of all, internet. people would have to see this to copyright. Like, you know, did, did the, people, the people listen. who listen to this are here, and the horticulture team at Thanksgiving Coin. Ooh, <laughs> they, they get two shout outs. They're... They should start paying us. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said that like you're paying them. Are you paying us? <laughs> Wait! Them I haven't been getting a kickback from I listening. No, where's my cash? Okay. <laughs> so, this, was, this is one that has been, um, that I was talking about with Scooter just, like, a couple minutes ago, and it's pretty famous, but it's a classic. Okay, lay it on me. So, a young girl's parents were going out for the night. Although she was still young, she thought she was too old for a babysitter. She begs to be allowed to stay home alone, even though her parents will be out very late. She promises to go to bed at her regular bedtime and calls her parents on her cell phone just before she settles down for the night to tell them she's fine and not to wake her when they come home. She will see them in the morning. Good start. She's not going to see them in the morning. She's almost asleep when she hears dripping noises. No! No! She gets up to see if it is raining outside, but the star and moon are shining brightly. She returns to bed and she typo. And as she closes her eyes, she hears the dripping noise again. Her hand is hanging out of bed and she takes comfort when she feels a wet tongue lick it. What? Oh, oh knowing their dog is under her bed provides I do comfort. Know this one. The dripping noise continues and she finally decides she must know what it is. The young girl gets up and turns on the light. The noise continues, and she keeps looking for the source. She looks in the hallway. She looks in the bathroom. She looks in the sink, in the shower, anywhere where, you know, a dripping noise could be. Just go back to bed. Finally, she looks in her closet. There hangs her dog, dripping blood, with a note that says, Humans lick too. Uh-oh. Bum-bum. There's so many scary stories with with the ending being like the killer putting some like, like quip. Mm-hmm. On yeah. the wall in blood. To rub it in. That that was. Aren't the first... you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Yeah. That, that was the first scary story I ever heard, and I was on a bus, and I could not sleep for probably two weeks after that story because any sound I was convinced was one of our cats, dripping blood. Oh. So the story that I brought today is a personal experience, and I don't like it when they're personal. No, they're not that, that spoopy. And you don't always have to have intent to experience things of a paranormal nature. Did you just hear the thump? Yep, there was a thump. There was a thump. I didn't like it. Guys, there was a thump, and I can't see. Quick note, this is Tegan in the future. We are now back in Tegan's living room. Oh, by the way, Brinley wanted me to make sure that you know and that everyone knows that she listens to every episode. Kayleen is the one who waits to listen until she has a big art project so she can listen to us while she paints. That's cute too though. It's very cute, but Brindley was like, um, (laughs) yeah, my siblings are monsters and only wait until there's something that actually interests them. Can you believe it? Yeah, no, my siblings have been making memes and fan art. I love it. I I love them. They're so good. Don't tell them or else we'll get a big head. Uh, together collectively they will have one head and it'll be super hard it doesn't matter how big their heads are because we started a podcast ours will always be bigger that's true our head our 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 collective head is the size of the scary moon okay oh i don't like the scary moon becca (laughs) i know (laughs) so what was i oh okay there's this one story where it's this girl, and she gets this flyer that says 50% off sale. And the whole day, everything is, like, half as good. And then another day, she gets a flyer that says two for one. And all day, she gets one ice cream cone, and someone gives her another. She Two sodas come out of the vending machine. You know, just a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, it goes on with other variations on that. And she's she finally started tracing... Where the flyers are coming from, and she finds a typewriter, and each of the buttons is a different, like, type of sale. Yeah. And she goes to hit two for one, because she liked that day. Yeah. And her finger slips, and she hits fire sale. And the last words of this story, which I have not read in, like, over ten years, is, and the sun got hotter, and everything went. You don't even... <laughs> Do you look... Look at these goosebumps. Look at them. <laughs> I read them. I had not even gotten <laughs> goosebumps earlier, and then you said that this has a like a child and there's so many I can like there's one where there's like a dog and they're like the dog gets eaten by a monster underneath the leaves and there's one where a kid a bee lands on him and everyone's like oh just stay still and it'll fly away and then another bee lands on him and another and another and another until he's covered in bees and everyone's like don't worry they'll just fly away and keep on just like ignoring him Uh huh. there's one where a girl Takes a piece of a mummy. Wait, what happens to the bee kid? He, he just, it ends with him just standing there. <laughs> I feel like that's a commentary on something in society. <laughs> something. Just sure. wait long enough and it'll go away and then it never does and then he, it's a, it's a guy covered in bees. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a guy covered in bees. And all the teachers are like, oh, don't worry about coming to class. Just like deal with the bee thing. Oh and he just stands there. So there's another one where like a girl takes a piece of a mummy And says, oh, well, one little piece can't hurt. And then every night, the mummy comes into her bedroom and takes a piece of her. Yeah. And says, oh, well, a little piece can't hurt. Which is ham-handed, but still terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I don't like any of it. I like to feel nothing. Yeah, I don't even, if I feel too happy, I get sad. (laughs) It's like, oh, this is (laughs) fleeting. Is that not universal? (laughs) Can that be our tagline? Oh, (laughs) this is (laughs) fleeting. except for this podcast this if, will be coming at you at least like once a month maybe for the rest of your life for forever, <laughs> forever. Uh, i just i'm easily scared i think yeah. that's the thesis i mean we can go hours talking about this one topic because everybody has those things that just weird that unsettle us more than they should i'm going to be playing a youtube video do they not need to see it No, you don't need to see it. It's mainly, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Why are you exposing it to me? No, here's the thing. It's not, there's no jump scares. It's just unsettling. Okay. So this will be my ghost story. Okay. Is that okay? What a cop out. Yeah, just the other ones weren't very good. It's hard to find good horror. Quote unquote. Is that the dial up noise? No, this is the emergency alert system noise. Oh, I guess I have to read it. Weather Warning. The County Weather Service has issued a warning for a meteorological event. This warning is effective immediately and continues until sunrise tomorrow morning. Citizens are advised not to observe this event with the naked eye. Civil Danger Alert. The County Weather Service has issued the following correction for the weather warning in effect. For your safety, remain indoors. Do not look at the night sky. The meteorological event is safe for all to view. Warning has been lifted. Go outside now. Can you read this? Look at the moon. Do not look at the moon. Stay inside. Don't look at the night sky. Face away from all windows. Avoid mirrors. Do not look up close and secure all possible where do entrances I look your home. switch off all lights do not look out of any windows do not respond to any knocks on your windows or doors until the all clear is given remain silent at all times do not attempt to interact with anyone outside of your home do not attempt to investigate any noise which may emanate from outside your home do not attempt to investigate any light outside your home If you see any unidentified figure inside your home or from the corner of your eyes, do not attempt to investigate. (sighs) Do not look at the ceiling. I'm not looking at anything. Remain calm at all times. Oh, it's so creepy. Should any member of your family go missing, do not attempt to search for them. If you are afraid, we will look together. And then it's just footage of the moon. Isn't that terrifying? Who made that? That only has, like, 50,000 views on YouTube. What's that from? It's been everywhere. It's been blocked over and Oh, over yeah, and a bunch and... of the comments are saying so. Yeah. Why would it be blocked? I don't know. But this is a lot of people. All the comments are people who are like, I find it so eerie how you can hear the emergency services working in the background with the phones ringing. Yeah. And, like, this sound, one of the sounds is crying, just mangled you can feel the suspense when you are avoiding to look up or from the corner of your eye like yeah and this, you have and it's like a universal experience like i and that noise I felt that. Is made to be unsettling uh, yeah so one time i watched this and you have no idea where it originated from no so this this is nightmare expo he does a a 31 minute video explaining where it came from okay just send that to me real quick <laughs> <laughs> just this honestly explanations help uh, next if he's making a video about it... It's just gonna be scary? It's just gonna make it worse. I'm not gonna like it? It's gonna be, we don't know where, but here's the server it might have originated from, and also oh my this gosh. server made this. Oh my gosh! I don't like it! Yeah, no, okay, so I watched this alone one time, and Desert came home and was like, Hey honey, what's up? And I was like, I'm just in like a really weird mood. And we were like talking, and he made a scary face because I told him I had read a scary story, and it oh. freaked me out. And I burst into tears. Yeah, I was so. And he was like, "Honey, honey, what did you read? What did you watch? Like, <laughs> what's happening?" Well, because if you if you're already in that super like I was hyped. hyper. Yes, exactly. And he makes oh, uh, and I'm he makes a face so that's bad. not a hundred percent desert-like. It's a little unsettling, and you're like. Whoa, what, it, oh. what was that? Oh, that was something from outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't like it, Deegan. No. I don't like feeling this way. I feel super sometimes itchy it's, everywhere. Sometimes it's worth it for, like, art or something. But that wasn't worth it. <laughs> that wasn't worth it. That's, okay, that, no- that noise, the emergency alert system noise, Yeah. is, like, whenever an amber alert goes on my phone. Yeah, it triggers you. I, like... It's meant to. I think it's meant for, like, every human to hear and respond to. I hate it, like, but it sends me, I've had, it. Does, it's not helpful. I get one. <laughs> I get a little thing that's like, oh, you know, this old lady is missing. And I'm like, cool, now I'm having a panic attack uh-huh. in this Smiths. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's not good. Oh, she's, like, got little baby tears in her eyes. Yeah! Why did you suggest this topic? Well, okay, I didn't think I was gonna show something that actually made me scared, but then everything else was frustrating me. It's, like, I feel like there's two poles, and it's either horrifically terrifying or unimpressive. (laughs)
1: Like, there's
0: no in-between. But, like, imagine if you had watched that in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming. I would have burst into (sighs) flames. I would have made Scooter drive us to town. Yeah. You couldn't... And I feel like... And that might make it worse. I, like, would recommend other people watch it so they can go through the same discomfort that I just did. Because, like... Also, a lot of the imagery is really freaky, oh, the imagery, and it brings yeah. up a lot of, like, unsettling feelings regarding technology, and there's a reason why staticky TVs, for some reason, resonate with us so hard. Well, it's because the human brain wants to see faces. Yeah. That, when I was a kid, if the windows were open and it was dark outside, yeah. I would not look. Because I could see my reflection and it scared me so bad. Yeah. Well, I used to have this terrifying fear of going into my family's sewing room at night or whenever it was dark because I would sit there and, like, all of the different fabric and stuff would just look like a bunch of different faces to me. And I, like, voiced this opinion to some of my old friends and they would just make fun of me for it. But it was scary! No, it's scary. It was so scary! Oh. I feel so gross on the inside still. Yeah. And so... I never like that feeling, and now, and now I'm like I should watch more Nightmare Expo. I should like I yeah. Some show people you some people chase that feeling. No, I that's the thing. I chase the feeling, but I hate the feeling. Yeah, yeah. I'm and so I, itchy right now. I cannot stress. And I just know myself <laughs> enough to know that it's an unpleasant feeling. So I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna photos of or like maybe there's like people who foggy playground mysteriously appeared or fog gives foggy you the same playgrounds feeling, or like or like the the inexplicably malevolent walmart lighting that's like led or it's not led what is it fluorescent fluorescent lighting that's have what it's ever, called have you ever gotten scared in like a walmart or yes something? that's the aisles they're created to inspire fear i don't think they're created to inspire fear it's the evil empire <laughs> But I have 100% a handful of times been in a Walmart, never a Target, or, like, No, Targets have good vibes. Yeah, Targets are fine. I think they use sun, like, more er, warmer yeah, yeah, lighting. Yeah. But, like, I think that Walmart's also the Kmart's, ceilings are lower. Walmart's Which... Kmart's, uh, ooh, Home Depot. Scary? Scary! Close your eyes. Okay. Think of being in a Walmart. Uh-huh. But it's completely empty. Uh-huh. All the lights are on. Mm-hmm. But it's empty. It's just you. Workers? No, just you. No. Isn't that scary? It's weirdly terrifying. <laughs> Why am I so scared of Why this Why am I, so I created? <laughs> oh, my leg is so itchy, Becca. <laughs> she can stop itching it. <laughs> I can't. When I get scared, I get itchy <laughs> That's <everywhere>. so weird. <laughs> I'm dying. Like... <laughs> Somebody diagnose her. <laughs> well, there's... I don't remember which Zelda game it is. I Every Zelda game is Yeah, horrifying. but there's, like, this massive monster that just has, like, some, like, little, like, uncomfortable, like, tendrils that you have to hit. That's, like, every... You just <laughs> described every <laughs> Zelda boss. You are correct, but I'm thinking of one in particular. It's really big and black, and I don't like it. It's it Ocarina of Time. I don't know. I just watched Richard play it once. I watched my big brother play it, and I left when that part came. <laughs> well, the, the freaking... The mask kid... In Majora's Mask, yeah, that's freaky, scary. Yep, I never realized how many the things moon. unsettle me, and then I just realized that I avoid all of them. Uh huh. <laughs> I just don't look at them. Well, and I you know like, that art is stuff that makes you feel things, and like the some of the some of the best like creations are things that make you uncomfortable. Like, well, ch- okay, true crime doesn't give me these feelings. Uh uh-uh. uh And so many people in the true crime community. Chase horror. They love horror. Yeah. They love things that are kind of creepy. Things that make them stay up at night. Yeah. And I'm like, no. I like the real scary stuff because it's grounded. Yeah. So I can be scared, and then walk away. Yeah. But I listen to a freaking fake emergency well, broadcast. Like this stuff comes out of people's brains. Like. Yeah. I don't know why that's scarier. It's like more ethereal. Like it's. Not it's a not a bad guy who went to jail. Yeah. It's not. Definable or like beatable, it's I guess. Traceable in some cases. Like Twin Peaks gives me some of these feelings. Yes. I think it's so scary. Uh, Even Welcome to Nightvale, which is generally speaking extremely wholesome of a podcast, is so scary. It's unsettling. Yeah, we I I do want to mention that we just recorded like a significant length, like a long story that I found on the website, and I thought it was what I was thinking of from a book that terrified me when I was little, but then it gets to the, like, climax, and we were like, oh, that's kind of (laughs) lame. So, I'm just gonna explain to you the idea of a Wendigo, which is, like, a Native American, some would call it a myth, others would call it a very real and terrifying thing. Do you think it's real? Uh, Uh... no maybe okay cool who am I to say what's real and what's not no I agree with you I was just curious yeah so I so the Wendigo is it's like an old folktale basically and it's like referenced in a lot of different things including the book <laughs> scary stories to tell in the dark <laughs> and there it appears in like many different forms and but like the most common representation of it has to do with cannibalism and it is, it is a very scary monster that used to be human that is transformed uh, by, like, you know, scary Native American magic, you know, <laughs> which is a lame, like, trope. But it's transformed by, it's transformed when a human well, gets so greedy and so hungry and, like, that they resort to cannibalism. So that's the reason why skinwalkers are so prevalent, prevalent in Navajo lore is because they represent the antithesis of their cultural values. Yeah. Because it's like a, a witch, like a healer who was essentially turned evil. Yeah. So therefore they are not yeah. good. So it would make sense that it's more of a statement about their good values yeah. as opposed to being a statement well, about... Well, stories all have morals. Yeah. So that makes sense. And um, like the... The sex-crazed vampires? Yeah. Yeah. And the impression I get from the stories of the Wendigo are, they're, like, they're essentially tales about the settlers that invaded native lands. Yeah. Um, and we all know, like, famous stories about the Donner Party that, in the midst of winter, ate each other. And that's, nothing could be more horrific. There are arguments as to whether or not people were actually eaten. I do know that. They think that so there's, like, something. dog bones or something. Yeah. But, like, there's something about cannibalism, especially, that really gets to people and really, like, because they exist. And that's super unsettling because we, as humans, think that we're above other organisms or animals or whatever, but, like... Well, I think it's also the... There's the perverse, like, the cannibal who eats human food for fun. Yeah, for sure. Ed Gein. Ooh. Oh, can't do it. But, um... I do want to mention this report from 1661 that it's apparently a report of, like, a run-in with a Wendigo. And there's lots of reports like this. You know, it's the- Far too many. The used-to-be-human thing I hate so much. Yeah, it's so freaky. That's the thing in video games. The scariest monsters are always humanoid. Yeah. So, this account- It was originally written in French, which also, I guess, for me, adds layers of scariness to me, because it's, like, found footage. Yeah. It's, like, not only Americans have encountered this... Yeah. Supernatural thing. Like, it, it appears to anybody who it thinks deserves it. So... It reads what caused us greater concern was the news that met us upon entering the lake, namely that the men deputed by our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations to the North Sea and assigning them a rendezvous. So like, um, that the men who were trying to meet up with the natives and converse with them, um, uh, they, these men, had apparently met their death the previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men, according to the report given us, were seized with an ailment unknown to us, but not very unusual among the people we were seeking. They are afflicted with neither lunacy, hypochondria, nor frenzy, but have a combination of all these species of disease, which affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. Ooh. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men. They're like- zombies like veritable werewolves and devour them voraciously without being able to to appease or glut their appetite Mm -hmm. ever seeking fresh prey. And the more greedily, the more they eat the ailment attacked our deputies. And as death is the sole remedy among those simple people for checking such acts of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. So it just, the Wendigo is the epitome of every base animalistic instinct that humans already possess. And it's just heightened, Nope. And, nope. oh, it's so scary, Tegan. It's so icky, and I'll never forget it. Mm-mm. And there's, like, uh, there's a lot of way more eloquent stories about this than I could ever explain. But, like, the Wendigo, if I had to pick a supernatural fear, Is that would scariest? be it. If it's zombies for you, it's Wendigos for me. And they're p- similar things, but Wendigos, I feel like, are even, I think they're there's worse. There's something scary about Past, yeah. Like, oh, it had existed, like that concept. Yeah, and I also not like, like zombies. There couldn't have been zombies, and now they're gone. Yeah, you know. No, wait. What did you just say? Like zombies, it's for zombies. The scary idea is that you know the world is over. Yeah, plagued yeah, yeah. By zombies, the world wouldn't be plagued by Wendigos. It's a once. Yeah, it just it's it takes unsettling. a very specific instance, <laughs> and it could be among us right now, and. I feel like the zombies, they become so, so inhuman that they're less threatening Well, that's to what me. Makes, that's, yeah. There's something about some something going insane as opposed to something being, like, evil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a zombie isn't human anymore. Yeah. But, like, this thing would still have thoughts. Yeah. Just plagued oh, by. Oh, oof. Just this hunger. Yeah. Hunger. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate hunger. That's what I'm really scared of. Ooh, that, we can examine okay. that another time. We should end this so I can put, uh, creams on my legs, because yeah, I can't so stop itching them. Yeah, oh, I can, are you gonna edit this? Yeah. Oh, we also have to outro, right? Oh, yeah, we're outroing. For I wanna say our names. Tegan and Becca? No, <laughs> not like that, but yes. <laughs> like, I'm Tegan. And I'm Becca. And this has been... A podcast. <laughs> <laughs> A podcast. <laughs> um, make sure don't let the wendigo get you. Don't let the moon eat you. Don't you know what? Yeah, don't let the moon eat you. Okay. The man in the moon, he wants to eat you. And uh, he'll. Okay, we'll take it from the top. Ready? We're gonna go smoothly. Okay. The man in the. No, I'm Tegan. And I'm Becca. Don't let the man in and the moon. And this, this man. <laughs> oh, what? I thought you wanted to do. This has been a podcast. And this has been a podcast. Is that our outro? And then our little quip. Don't let the man in the moon eat ya. Okay, ready? We're gonna start over. I'm Tegan. No, (laughs) you're not Tegan. I'm Becca. And I'm Tegan. And this has been a podcast. Don't let the man in the moon eat ya. He's really hungry. (laughs) And oh boy, he wants to munch.